Welcome to On Balance. I'm your host, Dr. Rod Berger. I'll be your guide as we explore the stories of today with the personalities impacting tomorrow. Welcome to On Balance. Well, I will say that I, and I've put this on social media, I've I've used this hashtag, (laughs) I don't know where I got it, but this lucky guy hashtag, and and I mean it. I've been very, very blessed to be traveling uh, around the world, literally, um, and meeting some incredible people that are passionate about what they're doing. They are contributing, I think, to mankind um, of all ages and doing it in, in places remote. Uh, and far from probably where most of you are that are even listening to this podcast. So I wanted to bring in someone that I had the pleasure of meeting when I was in Stockholm at Sting, which is a Stockholm innovation and growth um, incubator of sorts. Um, might be a good way to put that. And it's his name is Innocent Mugenga. He is a CEO of Align. And I think you're going you're gonna to tell right away that, uh, wow, what an in- interesting and thoughtful guy working to... Um, to really to make things better and more accessible. And so, Innocent, it's so nice to spend some time with you today. It's great to see you again. I'm sorry that we're not there in Stockholm. <laughs> Actually, I'm in Rwanda right now, so you will need to come here next time. <laughs> That's exactly right. I've not been to Rwanda, uh, but let's put that on the bucket list. Um, hey, before we get started, give everybody sort of the five-second, you know, the 50,000-foot sort of coverage of of why Rwanda for you and because I think I'll I'll speak from the American side of it. There's so many African nations that are just a mystery. You know, we just yeah. don't sort of learn in education. Um, the I think the essence of the country, and that I think is the power of travel to some degree, or or maybe it is the power of travel. So give people sort of a, a state of the union on Rwanda right now. What would it be like if you and I were sitting there together having coffee? Yeah, so I'm right now at uh, the Swedish Impact Hub, Norsken. They're uh second office that they opened in Kigali, Rwanda, and the reason for opening here, and just to your point, what you're speaking about, most people, when they hear about Rwanda, they're familiar with what happened in 93, 94, the genocide and the struggles the country went through. But what is not taught or what we don't really hear about is the amazing progress that has happened since. So why am I in Rwanda? Rwanda, I have origins from Rwanda, and I'm basically coming back. I'm born and raised in Sweden, but basically coming back as of the last, is it six or seven years? And there is so much to do here, so much to be done. Rwanda is greatly positioned as a tech hub, as a business hub in Africa. So it's quite a small country in size, but it has the same population of Sweden, which is huge in size. (laughs) And really, there's been an emphasis for the past 30 years, so since the genocide that I mentioned, on progress, on development. And it's a great story that should and needs to be told, where they've actually achieved so much within these last 30 years. And I'm just here to make whatever small contribution I can make. Uh, boy, you paint a very beautiful picture. Um, and it makes me want to get on a plane and, and join you there in, in Rwanda quite shortly. Uh, you, you talked about roots, that you have roots there in Rwanda. So I think it's fascinating when people start businesses and they put themselves out there. Whenever I think of a, a younger person, and I'll, I'll say that with great deference to you, but I've got the gray hair to prove that I'm probably a little bit <laughs> older. Uh, I, I just think it takes such there's something about an entrepreneur uh, that I don't know if we've quantified yet. And I just, I want to celebrate that. I think it's really amazing when people put themselves out there uh, and do that knowing that 
they could fail, right? And they might have to pivot, right? And then when they're able to though, to link in or weave in heritage, like something that's personal to what sort of who they are, the essence of them, it can become even more powerful, right? Even the opportunity and sort of the impact maybe is a better word. So talk to with me just about what it means for you uh, as a young man and entrepreneur to be there where you do have roots, family roots in Rwanda. Tell me about that. Oh, yes. I can I can also share my age. I'm 31 years old today. But today? I'm on, today. No, not today. But, <laughs> I was going to say happy birthday. <laughs> in May. Uh, no, but I'm 31 years old. But I share that to say that I've been in entrepreneurship for the past 10 years, which might be sort of odd for someone my age. But I ventured into entrepreneurship at the age of 20. Uh, started in retail, me and a partner, built a smaller chain of retail stores. Later on, I moved on into communication and run a company within that. But I shared that to say that now is really, to your point, now is where I really feel aligned. So these, throughout these 20 years, I've done a lot. I've learned a lot. I've had the chance to be exposed to so much, which has really helped me align within myself and with my mission, ultimately. So one part of that is with the company we're building, within EdTech Align, and, and where we want to really... Um, change how we work with lifelong learning and optimize lifelong learning through informal learning, which is not really being accounted for today. And then, of course, we're doing that a lot in Europe. But then you look into a market like Rwanda or Africa in large or different markets, and the need is, it's, it's the same maybe, but the hunger and drive for learning and development is so much more. So it makes a whole lot of sense for me to apply what we're doing here as well. And yeah, we really try to bridge the two markets as well. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't think a lot of people, at least in the, in the West, uh, have an understanding maybe or, or comprehend or even been given the information on sort of the, the technology that is just exploding in Africa. Right. I mean, I was in Senegal earlier in the year and that's a tech. I mean, it's just like technology is everywhere. Um, and the African continent is coming. <laughs> it's it's a stock on the rise. that's really, really going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, all right. So let's now pivot to Align. Let's talk a little bit about sort of give the 10,000 foot on what Align is. And in essence, really sort of what what gap is it filling that you and your your colleagues recognized and if there's any context around that recognition, in essence, that you had students or you had young people or you, you watched lifelong learners that are struggling in one area. So give me context as to why Align, why now, and why this is sort of a value proposition. All right, great. So Align, as I mentioned, in large, we're in the edtech space, but more specifically, we're focusing in on lifelong learning. So what we want to do there is actually give a more holistic view of how we learn by adding all the informal learning resources that we actually learn from. So you're doing a podcast here. I actually have a podcast myself, which is a great growing context for knowledge sharing and actually speaking to different experts. I'm not calling myself an expert here. <laughs> <laughs> you're an expert, innocent. <laughs> But you have very knowledgeable people sharing the latest, greatest insights. You have 
YouTube as we know as a great source of information. We read articles, we read reports, and we consume information on a daily basis, productive information consumption, as I like to call it, which is not being accounted for. So we want to combine these resources with the courses where you get a static certificate of what you have learned and, and from that course, and of course, combine that with your conventional education, which many times maybe you did it 10 years ago, 20, five years ago. So what you have right now is the conventional uh, degree. You might have a few certificates that you try to show for, but all the learning that you do on a daily basis is not shown. So we're capturing all of this and aiming to validate and give a holistic view of an individual's ability and desire to learn, grow, and adapt, ultimately. And the key insight, what got me on this journey, I shared that I've been in entrepreneurship for the past 10 years, learning very practical hands-on and finding the right theoretical learning, self-motivated and self-sufficiently, uh, finding the right resources, applying it, testing and learning and developing my career in that way. And I know I'm not special in any way. I know this is a way anyone, everyone could be learning. So that was the insight that, and so much more that led me onto this mission of how can we validate informal learning to create incentives around more productive information consumption and ultimately help people with their professional and personal development. I, I love that because I am the guy, if I'm hearing you correctly, so you let me know if I'm in or out of bounds, but I am the guy that will say, you know what, I'm going to have to go to YouTube to learn whatever this is that I don't have access to from a traditional learning, I guess, uh, opportunity. Um, and I even recently interviewed a young man who is very, it's, boy, you guys would really hit it off. He he wanted to learn how to sort of master, maybe is not the right word, but let's just say master YouTube and understand how to monetize YouTube. And he couldn't find learning avenues that were really sort of, that made sense to me. He finally did it on his own. And now he's sort of, you know, he's crushing it, <laughs> the kids say. Um, but he talked a lot about, you know, all of these learning experiences that were not a part of the traditional path that he had to search for you know, sort of cultivate and then pull into his own sort of packaging of who he was as a professional. So if I'm hearing you correct, it's all of those elements that we do outside of the traditional, maybe brick and mortar or even online learning that we should be taking into account because it's building our base of knowledge that we are applying both personally and professionally. Correct. And that's such a great example because what he was looking into there, how to monetize on YouTube, that's the new career. That's actually a career path that many people are on. And we will see conventional education creating courses and, and, and curriculum that includes that. But in the meantime, we are learning continuously through the content that we can find and through practically trying. And that's how that, that type of learning is what we want to capture as well. Uh, so the reason it's such a good example is because it shows these new careers and how fast-paced society is moving right now. And we're targeting specifically knowledge workers, so digital skills, working with YouTube, uh, these types of um, fields where we're developing in a pace where education isn't catching up, but the knowledge, the resources, the knowledge sharing is going on. So. How can we help individuals find the right resources, 
consume, learn from, apply, and then validate this uh, in their career. So help me. Okay. So who is the, who is the customer? Who's the buyer of Align? So are you finding that traditional education institutions are wanting to integrate in what you have because it helps to provide value to their students? Is this, you know, a student, you know, or someone like me saying, I want Align so that I can build up my own sort of resume uh, in air quotes that is more expansive? Help me understand that side of it. Yeah, more the second case. So I started when, when I was initially thinking about this, I was scratching my head thinking about conventional education and schooling. But uh, strategically, we have decided to focus in on adult learning or let's say professional development. So outside of schooling uh, for us in our careers. So uh, what's also worth mentioning, all this learning and knowledge sharing within the line happens in the social context. So we're building a social knowledge network and this will be built up of people like you on an individual basis. I want to su subscribe to Align to both discover relevant resources, set my goals, keep on track to, towards my goals, and share all of this in a social context. But we also have a B2B model where we help organizations strengthen their learning culture by allowing their individuals to set their uh, self-motivated goals, um, discover, learn, and then capture all of this to and tie it towards the company's goals. Uh, so cap tying the individual goal setting with the company goals and aligning the learning towards performance ultimately within the organization. Well, you're in a good spot because corporate learning and professional development is just a burgeoning field, um, an area of interest and investment. Uh, tell me about sort of where is the company at currently, just in its growth? Yeah, so we were founded about two years ago. We completed an accelerator called Antler in Stockholm, um, and we've been building the product since then. We have been building close collaboration with organizations, um, both um, uh, actual uh, companies and different types of organizations to really try out our value propositioning. We found our sweet spot with, let's call it smaller and growing organizations. So innovative, uh, entrepreneurially uh, focused organizations, about 50 to 100 employees, even though we are in the loop with a few larger organizations and enterprises. And right now we have taken all of this development input and we're launching what I just described, this goal setting framework. So we've developed a framework for individual goal settings, which we call objectives and learning needs. And some of you business geeks might hear that it, it sounds a little bit like objectives and key results, sure. which is because it's an adaptation from OKRs. <laughs> so the idea is that you can tie your objectives and learning needs with the company's objectives and key results or whatever goal setting they have and get that alignment between your individual goals, your individual learning and the company actually growing and performing. So, so if I'm if I'm an employee at a company that we have, you know, there are 50 to 100 employees and we have a line. And does that mean that then if I am, if I'm learning outside of the traditional means and I'm sort of adding to the areas that are interesting to me, a lot of companies have this 80, 20 rule where 20% of my time I can be sort of exploring maybe professionally 
And that will will build creativity and innovation that will support the 80% that I'm doing for the corporation or the company. Um, that I will be able to, in essence, pull in those learning artifacts into a line so that everybody kind of understands what I'm doing. And it helps to incentivize me and in also communicating to those that I'm working for and with. That's correct. Exactly. And also we are... Built, our whole platform is built off an API a gateway, basically. So we will integrate with the current resources that your employer is providing, whatever LMS that might be with different course alternatives to combine this. So once again, we want to give a holistic view. So you might be taking this course that is directly incentivized by your employer, and then you might be listening to a podcast, let's say, either related or not related to this topic. But what are you learning in general? How is that contributing to your growth and, and actually feeling fulfilled and happy, happy at work? And how can that uh, increase your performance? That's what we're after. What have you learned about yourself through these last 10 years? There's, a, there, I, I, there's such a poise about you. And I can say that because I've, I've, I've shared physical space with you, uh, in, in, you know, within four walls. Um, and now today, even in a pixelated world, you just have incredible poise. Uh, tell me just sort of what you've learned about yourself over the last decade. It's a constant learning. And, and that's a big part of this journey. So it is quite an ambitious mission that we're on. And with that, you're faced with a lot of challenges constantly, but I see those as great opportunities to learn, constantly learn about yourself. Uh, I've learned that I am very, by nature, curious. So what I'm doing, the constant context that I'm in is very, very fitting for me. Uh, let's say the normal nine to five sort of type of contributing a little bit here and there. Um, that is maybe not for me. Rather, I thrive in this uh, very challenging and, and uncertain many times environment. Um, but knowing the what we want to achieve, how we want to affect the way we view learning and that mission, it makes everything so worth it. And I don't know if that's a really concrete answer of what I've learned about myself, but the learnings don't stop, basically. Have you, have you found that the relationship with, um, maybe not failure, but with challenges has changed? I find that over time, a successful entrepreneur, at least one that is on the path to success, finds new ways to understand the lesson that is baked into whatever that event is that has caused anxiety. Have you found that? Oh, yes. I am actually spoke about a fr to a friend about the other day. Uh, about, and sort of what we say is, uh, don't be afraid of failure. That's one way. I would take it further and say, expect failure. And then you can take it even one step further and sort of really look for, look forward to the failures because that's when you get the clear insights. That when you, That's when you really start understanding things. Of course, after the failure. <laughs> so as soon as you pass the failure in, in hindsight. So you can take it from being afraid of the failure 
to expecting it, but actually almost, I might sound super sadistic here, but almost <laughs> looking forward to the failures and the learnings that would come from them. And, and appreciate is the word uh, that I'm looking for. A failure is as a great opportunity to, on your path to success. Sometimes the greatest teacher of all, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I only started realizing that as soon as I sort of raised my horizon. So a few years ago, as a young, younger guy, I was very focused on the here and now I'm going to achieve and do this now. But gradually, I started raising my horizon, thinking in longer terms, maybe 10 years or 20 years. And with that horizon, you know there will be plenty of failures, but you also know that you continue on this journey. So that has helped me a lot, really raising my horizon. And that's one thing that I've learned throughout this journey. Well, I love that, the concept of raising uh, the horizon. I want to make sure, Innocent, that people can find you and connect with Align. Where should they go? Sure. You can find Align at alignbetter.com. So our tagline is, our company name is Align. Our tagline is Learn Better. So the website is alignbetter.com. And it's A-L-I-N-E. Correct. Yes. Uh, old spelling, actually, of the word align uh, from Old English. Uh, <laughs> as a, but I you know. And I am Innocent Mugenga on uh, most channels. On most channels. Well, Innocent Mugenga, well, what a pleasure. One to see you again. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to hear more of the story of sort of how you've gotten aligned, no pun intended. Uh, and I encourage people to check you out and align. It is A-L-I-N-E better dot com correct yes. correct perfect all right so align thank better thank you very much so well you are so <laughs> you are so welcome innocent i look forward to our next conversation again check out alignbetter.com i am your host dr rod berger this concludes another chapter of on balance connect with me via linkedin twitter and instagram i'm dr rod berger <laughs>